You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Amen. I've done spilt water all over the place. Amen. Uh, You may be seated this morning. I know you're used to a lot more of uh, worship, but we've tried to adapt a little bit uh, because of all the people we're going to baptize. Some of you remember back at Christmas time, um, my brother-in-law, we were all coming back with Christmas trees and he had a tree in the back of his truck and, and forgot and stopped and let his wife off at the store. And while he was waiting on her, um, he thought, wow, this would be a great opportunity to drive through the car wash. And uh, he drove through and got the hot wax and the whole nine yards. So with this many people baptizing uh, today, uh, I just thought we'd load everybody up in his truck and, and take him down to the drive-through car wash. Amen. Amen. So we're just coming out of uh, a revival. This morning could be my ninth message uh, since last Sunday morning. Uh, Every night was fresh bread. Uh, God showed up. Uh, We prayed for change. It's what was in my spirit that we would not just be revived and hyped and all that, but we would experience change. And I've uh, had a lot of testimonies. A lot of people have shared with me what God has done in their life this week. We've seen... uh, Uh, several people saved this week. And so uh, I kind of reached back into uh, the file and and, and brought out a message that I preached uh, a long time ago and used some things out of that for this morning. So I've titled the message, um, God's Presence Changes Everything. And, And I had a note in my hand, I was supposed to dismiss those that are going to be baptized at the very beginning, and I had that note in my hand, and I did not do it. And here I'm ready to preach and didn't do it again, and I can hear Pastor Aaron clearing his throat down there, so I knew there was a problem. If you're going to be baptized this morning, would you just stand up, uh, please, and make your way uh, toward Pastor Aaron, and you guys, they'll, they'll go, and you guys can get changed. Come on quickly, look at the back row coming out and all over the auditorium. Let's give God a great hand clap. Hallelujah. Bless God. Look at this, man. You talk about change. You talk about change. Ho! Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. Amen. 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 God's presence. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's presence changes everything. Look at your other neighbor, the one that looks miserable right now. Say, neighbor, you might need a change. Lord, help my voice today. All right, I know we've been in revival all week, but do you have enough energy to stand out of reverence for the reading of the Word of God? Amen. 
Praise God. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't know what's going on in my life, but uh, preaching hard all week long, and I, I feel 20 years old, honestly. Other than my voice, man, I just uh, wait, waking up in the middle of the night praying, and, 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 and you feel younger? That is a miracle of God. Hey, man, if you're just visiting today, it's just who we are, all right? We are sons and daughters of God that are filled with the joy of the Lord. We are the church. Do you hear me? We are the redeemed of the Lord. Somebody give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. One more time. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, be quiet so he can preach. God's presence <laughs> changes everything, amen? In Judges chapter six, verse 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Father God, we humbly come before you, Lord, and we're thankful for change. We're thankful for your presence here today. And God, you're not a one and done, God. What you've done all week long, you can do it again here this morning, God. Lord, we bless you in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated this morning. So we're speaking about a man named Gideon. And Gideon at this present time is suffering in failure. Gideon is hiding in the fleshing floor, afraid of the Midianites. He came out of his pit of failure into survival, and then he stepped in uh, to a season of thriving, defeating the Mennonites. I believe, so to speak, that there has been many that have stepped out of failure this past week, stepped into survival, and then stepped into the next gear into thriving. Uh, has God touched anybody this week and brought you uh, from the pit and brought you out? Come give God another hand clap and a shout of praise, amen. You see, one encounter with God changes things. One, it's all it takes is one encounter uh, with God will change everything in your life. Uh, and, and Gideon's world, it just changed uh, Gideon's world and, and God's problem. All these people that are being baptized uh, here in just a few moments, uh, just one touch from God changed their life. Life, and now they're taking the next step. Someone give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. So God's presence uh, does not endorse failure. God's presence just doesn't prompt us to survive. Uh, God's presence uh, empowers us to do nothing less than to thrive. Uh, and I've been touched uh, by the presence of God. My God is the creator. My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, God 
God endorses for you and I and our families to thrive. Young people, I want you to dream. I want you to step out in faith. I had a family right over here call me the other night and said, hey, my mom is critical. They're giving her about a 5% chance of living. Can I tell you something? God don't endorse failure. God don't endorse survival. God endorses for you and I to thrive. And I'm standing over there just about five minutes before church and they popped around the corner and said, hey, we just had to come down and tell you she's setting up in bed and her heart is doing good. Do you hear me? Hey. I take 5% chance with God any day. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. Jehovah, Rapha, the God, the Lord that heals. Has God healed anybody in Jewel City? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ray, I want to read verse 12 and then jump over to 14. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? He said, go in thy might. That is the presence to thrive. Our church will not die. Do you hear me? And I'll preach about that in a little while. The angel of the Lord finds the people of Israel hiding in failure, laying on the threshing floor, expecting failure and barely surviving. And they would work hard only to see the Midianites take their harvest. We've worked hard all week. We've labored. We've preached. We've sang. And the enemy wants to still come in and steal our harvest. You've walked with God. And the enemy wants to come in and steal your children. Do you hear me? Well, the enemy is a liar. And we need to send him back to hell where he belongs. Do you hear me? He don't belong in your mind. He don't belong in your heart. He belongs beneath your feet. Uh, Someone take your feet right where you're at this morning and give him just a little thunder. Go ahead, go ahead. Act like you just uh, come out of revival, amen? The angel of the Lord finds him laying on the floor. They were afraid to confront and afraid to thrive. Don't be afraid to thrive. Three types of people in the world, those who embrace failure. You've heard me say, some people get high by being low. Moaning, wimpy, dimpy all the time. And then it's those people that are just surviving. And then those are people that are, sur- that are not surviving, but they are thriving. So let me give you a little biblical sense, a little biblical definition of failure would be Egypt. Egypt is a symbol of sin, living in sin. Surviving would be the promise, excuse me, the, the, the desert. To just be surviving would be walking around in the desert, a lot of desert folk in the church house. 
But to thrive would be to live in the promised land. Even when you're in the valley, when you're walking with God, you're still in the promised land because you still have the promises of God. So when you're walking in the promised land, you can thrive no matter what comes your way. I am not telling you to name it and claim it. I'm telling you to walk God's promises. Even when you can't see him working, God is still working. Do you hear what I'm saying? You and I should not just live in failure. We should not be just surviving. We should be thriving. The church house in America should be thriving. If we'll stand on the promises of God and preach the word of God and not water it down, but stand on the promises of God and tell it like it is, I'm telling you the spirit of God, where the spirit of God is, people will come. Where the spirit of God is, there is freedom, there is liberty. If you're free in God, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Well, I just don't believe all that stuff. Well, you have every right to be wrong. Jesus was not born of a virgin. He was not baptized in the Jordan. He was not crucified on the cross. He's not risen from the dead. He's not ascended to heaven. So you and I can fail or just barely get by. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, he came down. I'm telling you that Jesus came down from heaven to earth so that you and I could thrive in every area of our life. Heaven came down and touched earth so we could stop failing and stop surviving and thrive. Do you hear me? Look, at, slap your neighbor, the one that is just about to go to sleep right now. Just shake him real good and say, hey, neighbor, God came down from heaven so we could thrive. Give God a great hand clap and a shout of praise. And Jesus said in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Can somebody say abundantly? abundantly. Say it like you mean it, abundantly. abundantly. Wouldn't you rather live with the abundance of life with the peace of God, with the joy of the Lord than, than to have failure and just barely survive and fall apart every time something happens. God made us to thrive. God made us to overflow. Honestly, I, I, you, you've heard me say it a thousand times. People say, have a good day. And my answer is every day. I, I want to get up in the morning and I want to enjoy every moment that God has given me. Can I tell you that two years ago the devil tried to kill me. The devil should have took me out while he had the chance. Uh, because, but, but he didn't understand that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. And every day is another good day. Every day is a blessing from God, from the goodness of my heavenly father. I don't have nothing. People say, well uh, I, I don't complain because nobody listens. And I say, I don't complain because I ain't got nothing to 
to complain about. God has been good to me. God has been good to my family. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to be in failure. I wrote a note a long time ago in pencil. It's on my desk. And every day I sit down, I read it. And it says, you started out right. You're going to finish right. Devil, you don't have no dominion over my life or over the lives in this house. Do you hear me? Get it in your mind. Get it in your spirit that God don't want you to fail. God is on your side. God cares about you. God doesn't want you just to survive and just have enough to get by on. God wants you to live a life in abundance. Do you hear? Am I preaching to anybody at Jewel City Church today that wants to have the abundance of God? If you want to have the abundance of God, you just can't say it. You got to pick up the Bible. You got to read. You got to get down and pray. You got to ask God to come into your heart. You got to repent of your sins. You got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. I'm not thriving. I'm not shutting up. I'm not backing up. I'm not setting down. I'm going to keep preaching till God takes me home or till, oh my goodness, somebody give him a hand clap and a shout. Could anybody in the house just stand back up to your feet and just thank God. Thank God that you're not in failure. Thank God that you're not just surviving. Could anybody just thank God that he showed up in your life. He touched you. He snatched you out of hell. He saved you. He wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life. Oh! I ain't got a whole lot of woo, but I'm going to woo as long as I can. The angel of the Lord shows up and tells Gideon, your failure season is over. I read about a six page letter yesterday from a young man that's been here pretty much all week. How he'd overdosed and died multiple times. How he went clear back to his birth. And he was born early with a disease. And because of the medication they gave him when he was born almost 30 years ago, he has an addictive personality. And addict. He was addicted to drugs that they gave him when he was a baby. And he's battled all of his life. And he's died numerous times. And now he's been clean. And I, I just started speaking over his life tear up the failure do you hear me tear it up today somebody ought to write it down in, in your bible somebody ought to write it down in your daily uh, devotion in your daily log that march 19th of 2023 my failure was tore up throughout that week of revival and I have been changed and I'm not living in failure no more and I'm not living just to survive. I'm gonna thrive and oh, just thrive and give God the rest of my life. If you agree with me, just give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. You say, how do I do that? Thanks for asking me. Jude chapter one, verse 24, now unto him that is able to keep you from failing 
and to present your, you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. Your failure is over. But you got to believe it. You got to really believe it. Do you hear me? You can never go back and live in it. You've got to speak it yourself. I can speak it all day over, but you've got to receive it, and then you've got to speak it. Jewel City Church, I'm telling you, if I had a little paper right now that to get me at, at the end of the church, there's probably 120 kids to somewhere in that neighborhood every Sunday in our kids' cove having church. They, you heard their, their, their worship team. These are kids from age three to fifth grade. They opened us up twice this week and they've got their own worship team. Uh, there's, there's probably, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 babies in, in the nursery. And, and, and can I tell you something? Our church is in good hands. We got young people all around, every row. I'm telling you, the better days are ahead for Jewel City Church. Uh, devil, you're not going to find us on the threshing floor. You're going to find us uh, with our hands lifted high. We're not going to hide and be fearful. This church will never die. Do you hear me? Somebody, if you agree with me, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. We will thrive in the name Jesus. In Philippians 2 and 9, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. There is no name that compares. Buddha, Muhammad, all the dead, dead. Jesus is still alive and well, seated at the right-hand side of the Father, interceding on our very behalf. Psalms 20 and seven, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Do you hear me? If you love him this morning, put your hands together and give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. I truly believe when I speak about the church, I'm speaking about the corporate church. Uh, the majority of the corporate church is not actually living in failure, but I do believe they're living in survival. And many will die in survival mode, never occupying the fullness of God's promises, even in the church. I have prayed during my life, I don't want to die, God, until I die empty. Meaning that everything that you have for me to accomplish to advance your kingdom, I don't want to die until I fulfill the purpose, God, that you birthed me into Robert and Anna Shingleton and I want to give you everything that I got. I still want to dream. I still get excited when somebody gets saved. I still get excited when we just add one more classroom or, or whatever because it is exciting to live for God and to thrive for God. So get out of the survival mode. If that's where you're stuck, change gears, double clutch it and smoke the tires and say, I'm living a life to thrive. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Stand with me this morning. I'm giving you a short, quick message. But I think it's very important and I use this illustration one other time. So I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and you be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. To survive, 
This is all about you getting blessed. God bless me. But to thrive, this is all about you being the blessing to somebody else. To survive, this is where you scream, God, answer my prayer. To thrive, this is where you say, God, make me the one to help someone else's prayer be answered. To survive, this is about mirrors. It's all about me. All about me. But to thrive, it's all about windows. Looking out, seeing a world that is hurting with compassion to help somebody. To survive, this is where you ask God to forgive you. To thrive is where you ask God to forgive those that hurt you. How are you living? Verse 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now when, when Gideon's being spoken to, he's laying on the floor hiding. Gideon is in a pit hiding from the Midianites. He's hiding and heaven shows up and says to him while he's laying there, you are a mighty hero. That didn't show up after he got out of Bible college. After he got everything right, he's still on the floor hiding. It always begins with identity, identity. You cannot thrive until you know who you are in Christ. <laughs> you are not defined by your past. Oh, that's that old drug addict. No, that's that born again, delivered, set free, blood bought. You are not defined by your past. You will never thrive until you know who, you're, uh, who you are in Christ. You are not defined by your past. You are defined by God. He said to Gideon, you are a mighty hero. I want to point all around the room. I'm in a room full of mighty heroes. You're not defined by what's around you. You are defined by the spirit of God that is in you. Do you hear me? You are not defined by the hell that you're going through, but you are defined by the heaven that you are going to. I'm telling you, I believe that this morning. You're not defined by your failures. You're defined by his forgiveness. You wanna talk about my failures? We could talk all day long but I have been forgiven. Has anyone in the house been forgiven? Give God a hand clap. I better try to wind this down because we got a lot of baptizing to do. The world is trying to redefine us. Actually, the world's trying to redefine the world. You may not like it when I say things like this, but just in our White House in the last week and a half, the First Lady gave honor to international women of courage, 11 women, and one was a man, it's transgendered. They wanna redefine the church. I don't hate nobody. You heard me say this week in a revival, 
They had a very, 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 very intelligent man, is what the world said, that did great research. First of all, he was an atheist, he said, so that told me he wasn't real smart. And after much research, he come to the conclusion that there are two genders, two. Maybe the church wants to redefine themselves, but you and I as, as the church, did I say it right? The world may want to redefine their identity, but as you and I, as the children of God, we don't need redefined. And I don't, we don't need the world coming in trying to redefine us. I don't know how well this is going to go, but I've been there before. We are the light of the world. That's who we are. We are a city on a hill. That's who we are. We are people of the word of God. That is who we are. We are salt and light. That is exactly who we are. We are Christ followers. We are the church of Jesus Christ and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We are the church. You hear me? We are the church. We are the bride of Christ. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So we are what the angel declared to Gideon. We are mighty warriors. To our church, we're going to make it. Judges 6 and 15, and he said unto him, O my Lord, Gideon says, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor, and I am the least in my father's house. He's saying, I am too weak to thrive. God does not call the perfect, he calls the willing. In closing, somebody say, I will thrive. I will thrive. Say it, let's lift our hands up to the Lord. Somebody say, I will thrive. I will thrive. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody looking around, please. As those that are being baptized, if you would start to make your way here. If you're here this morning and you have never prayed, and ask Christ into your heart. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. The only way to heaven is through the blood of Jesus Christ. If you're here today, I'm not gonna to come to you, I'm not gonna drag you down to the front, but I ask you to ask yourself this question. If death knocked on my door today, would heaven be my home? If you can't answer yes, friend, by God's grace, before you leave here today, the presence of God will change everything in your life. Is there one this morning that would like right where you're at to ask Christ to forgive you of your sins? Quickly, slip your hand up high. Slip your hand up high. Don't be ashamed. Is there one in the house? Anybody at all? I'm going to tarry for just a second if the Lord is speaking to you. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somebody else. 
Somebody else, anybody else this morning? Anybody else? Then I'd like for you to look at me, you that raised your hand. And I'd like for you to pray this prayer and mean it from the bottom of your heart. And pray it out loud, don't be ashamed. Lord Jesus, today I humble myself before you and I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Lord, I'm sorry. And from this day forward, I'll do my best to live my life for you. In Jesus' name I pray, can we welcome that individual to the family of God. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 